This message is brought to you by the Society of Magical Health and Safety. To all the dark edgelords out there, we know you like it in your mother's basement or man cave, but do go outside and get some sun every now and then. Vitamin D is good for everyone. Do remember to shower first, though. No one is judging your choice to worship death, but you don't need to smell like it too. Please practice magic responsibly, and we hope you enjoy the broadcast. Welcome to your darkest beige, your local foul-mouthed occult podcast where we challenge the beige views of the spiritual community. I'm Adelaide Philippe, the author and designer behind the Empire Vertigo Project, the world's first graphic novel on demonolatry, ceremonial magic, and taistic satanism, recounting my gnosis and experiences from 1995 to the present day. Joined by my fellow magician, Nathan Reynolds. Today's beige topic is more structure. So... Hopefully, you've listened to episode one. Well mm-hmm. done. Thank you, by the way. Yes. You're meditating, you're journaling, you're making your bed. You've done it for at least 30 days, if you could. Well mm-hmm. done. And when you build a practice and you want to start doing rituals later or invocations, evocations, astral work, alchemy, you need structure. Yes, yet more structure. So what do I mean by structure? What do we mean by structure? Mm-hmm. We need structure for the space that you're in, but it's equally a structure for your mind and a structure for your body. Yes. So structure for the physical space is we construct what people called either a sacred space, a divine space, or magical space. It doesn't really matter what you name it. No. Uh, each parting got their own thing going on, but mm-hmm. in Western spirituality, people often talk about constructing a circle. Again, there are different spaces also available from different things but honestly that's for another time Uh, in here again there are various ways of opening and constructing a circle today we'll talk about the traditional demonolatry circle that uses a Ducante hierarchy please reference the Esconomy books here that we talked about in episode one they will be in the description as well I think it's a great structure for people who want to start with spirits later, Mm -hmm. you know, and get used to the energy as well. It's pretty straightforward. And it's one of the simplest that I've seen out there bearing the basic pagan one, which I believe is from Wicca. But, you know, don't quote me on that with the elements. The others are quite similar. And the more... the more fancy structures are for usually very specific purposes, which is Mm -hmm. why we're not really covering them today. Because Mm -hmm. if you're just starting out... A basic elemental circle mm-hmm. is going to set you up really well for everything that you want to do. That's right. And next, some systems also we do this for balance mm-hmm. first. So it does give protection for your space simply because of who and what you're calling when you're doing it. Mm-hmm. But it's not from whom or what you're calling upon. And that is the major difference that we have in demonolatry compared to, let's say, more ceremonial systems out there. Yep because they mostly do circles in order to protect themselves from what they're calling from. And we will be covering such things slightly later on. It's yes. Just, again, it's, it's not something you're starting with. We're going to give you some basic ideas of opening the circle, things to do in it mm-hmm. to begin with. Like more meditation, like more, like med- more journaling. Yes, Don't exactly. make your bed in a circle. Oh my God. Well, I mean, you could <laughs> cast the circle around your bed if you wanted Why to. Why not? Yeah, yeah it was done before. Yeah. You know, people will, uh, will defer on that. Like, oh my god, just don't call them where you sleep. But, like, the way we've alchemized ourselves was to call them There's, once and then basically bathed yeah, into basically the energy. Just for no her. separation. No once separation. We call yes, that's right. <laughs> like, because oh, that's yeah, what we wanted. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah. It, it was done around the bed mm. a couple of times on Sigils my side for sure. Yes, that's right. Uh, so I couldn't actually sleep in the circle and then wake up the next day 
and then they were like oh just it's fine <laughs> like yeah. whatever close it now and then you can go have breakfast or whatnot mm-hmm. so yeah you can do it obviously when you start if you can find a space where you won't be disturbed mm-hmm. where you have a minimum of space so say if you can lie down on the floor or at least have space so you can sit comfortably yes that would be good it doesn't have to be a nine feet tall circle no, uh, they, sometimes they these books fun, describe they yeah. are a lot of fun it's, yeah when you have the space to do a huge circle it feels incredibly freeing it's very cool um, but not everybody lives in a space no our first circles were probably you know uh, tiny tiny yeah there would be maybe <laughs> a foot of space around us to the edge of the circle uh-huh. i think in mine i could just about lie down ish ish right i could spread out but your, but your was hair very, was taking a lot of space yeah there, yes i did have a lot more hair at that point longer <laughs> hair which was worrying because there were lit candles all around me uh, so. <laughs> safe people please yes, stay please, safe please do be safe yes please do be safe when it comes to this stuff and so for the circle we're talking about today you can call it an elemental circle that's uh, right each yes. element is represented by a particular uh, demonic entity mm-hmm so that would be Lucifer in the east for air, Fleris to the south for fire, Leviathan in the west for water, and Belial in the north for earth, and then Satan representing spirit in the center. Mm-hmm. That is the basic thing. Obviously, you can change who you're calling on as long as it remains a balanced space. Please be careful because some energies don't quite go with others. Even if they're different elements, sometimes, well, you know, that's like a four element one with a spirit i don't understand what it's not working and it kind of it can get very advanced because some of them are pesky and picky yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it is there is a reason that this combination has stood the test of time for uh-huh. so long because it's generally a safe place to start and you can yeah, use that's it right. it's not something you really have to worry about ever changing if you don't want to mm-hmm. you can start with this and it will see you through your entire practice that's right I suggest you stick with these first until you know which one to pick for you. Yes. By the way, if anyone has ever truly oh, interacted yes. with Flaris, uh, please let us know what he's like because between us we have about three combined sentences yes, of interaction right. yes. for some reason. He's always being very polite. Yeah, you know, he's very polite but doesn't have a lot to say. say. <laughs> for us anyway. Not for, so yeah. we'll not take it personally but you know, just let us know in a comment. Yes, <laughs> if you have any fun interactions with him, um, uh-huh. yeah, please do leave us a comment or send us a message somewhere around. Yes, please. We'll We'd love message, to know. Maybe we'll mention them in the, the next episode on, or whenever the spiritual communication comes in. In this episode, we're not really going to explain how to open the circle. That's what the books are for. Yes. There are a few things that you can do in your physical space to help you structure the room around you. And, mm. and some of that is, for example, taking some candles. Yes. So remember, I, I think I got four pillar candles which funnily enough are called church candles yes, which they will be, yes. is hilarious sometimes they'll call them <laughs> pillar candles so they don't have to use the word church <laughs> yes and i took them in white mm-hmm. so they would be neutral and then i engraved each of the sigils of the four elements because i didn't want you know satan engrave on a candle in the middle where i would sit so it sort of yes. was you know yeah the middle was not he was not included no but he didn't get He's yet to say he was upset by that choice. Yes, exactly. I don't know how you would put a candle in the middle and yourself. Yeah, don't do that and don't sit on the candle on fire, please. Uh. Yes, because (laughs) and please put a little plate under them. Don't put them directly on your floor. Oh yes, you are still in the material world. Please do not go to bed and leave your candles unattended. Please try not to fall asleep (coughs) in your circle. (laughs) 
with your hair well, on the floor well, thank next you for to that the candle. Thank you for that call out. <laughs> <laughs> this is a story we'll get to story in, time in, a, in a later episode because uh, yes, yes we'll yeah. However, you yeah, you already had I, okay. In, hang on. in my defense, no, no, yeah. I was following instruction at the time. <laughs> You're going to call me out. I'm going to at least He's defend He's a gentle myself. ding. <laughs> I believe you painted a colour in each Yes, I did engraving. not even finish my point. This is the mm. kind of podcast this is, completely okay. all over the fucking place. So I did take... I did order the church candles mm. and I engraved each of the sigils for the four... What I call the four pillars yes. in my circles. I engraved it on the side of the candle and then I bought, I believe, specialty paint... Uh, they were quite cheap. They're actually made for children, believe it or not. But uh, you can paint on the candle and the paint is safe yeah, when the fire just goes wax, down yeah. and it sticks to the wax. So it was very good. And I liked having these bright colors as well in my circle. It just helped the mood. It helped mm. everything. It was just such a, a beautiful reference point. Mm. Um, and I know you added metallic powders, didn't you, to yes, yours? Because well, you had it from the, yeah, the costume we, thing, Yes, you? because uh, at the time, well, shortly before, there was a costume-making business that was had, mm. and therefore there were a lot of shades of metallic powders around, <laughs> and rather than buy something else, uh, I thought, well, I'll just put some powder on my thumb and smudge it over the wax. The mm -hmm. friction heats it up slightly, and then it holds beautifully and it highlights the sigil mm, fancy yes they did look very fancy I, I missed having them actually <laughs> they were very nice also to mention if you have no money or no way to do any kind of fire whether it is subduing pyromaniac tendencies or you generally have restrictions where you live it doesn't really matter you don't need anything to mark the circle both of us use sticky notes on the floor at one point don't procrastinate on doing one simply because of the perceived restrictions that you feel you have. This is yet another excuse that you will be giving yourself. Yes, that, oh, it sounds like a lot of effort to get these candles yeah. or whatever. Also, tapers from Ikea or Tesco or wherever yes. you can get them. It can be literally anything. It can anything, be anything. You know, it doesn't anything matter. That will, a fork, a spoon. Yes, it literally <laughs> anything that will, at least if you need the space outlined, because that works best for you mentally. I know it did for me. I preferred knowing where the edge of my circle yes, was. Yes, especially at the beginning. Yes, it was sure. just reassuring for my mind. That's right. And again, candles and tools are here to help structure things physically. Like we said, mm -hmm. they are not responsible for the magic. No. You are. Absolutely. I know early on, my first few circles, I opened with just a finger, yeah, well, that's just my right. finger in the air. Yep. And I did later on find a knife or a tummy, which was then also used for other things. So it was one of these tools that I was pulled towards having and called to owning. Uh, but it certainly was not a crutch by any means. Because that's also something that happens a lot in this community. What we see a lot is people thinking that they need all of this shit because mm -hmm. if they don't have the tools, the space, the whatever, the robes and whatnot, yeah. they can't do it. And that is not true. Here's a beige view that the spiritual community yes, really has, afraid, which yeah. we are just debunking right now because it's just not the case. You can do this with nothing. Mm -hmm. You do not have to have anything. So please don't use this as a thing to procrastinate. 
Uh, if you have a phone, you can also use it for directions. And yes. You, well, I'm going to say I only had iPhones, so I don't yeah. know about all the types of phones, but I'm sure you can find a compass somewhere. There must yes, be an app most compass. of them will have a, a gyro in them that allows you to have compass directions. Uh -huh. Once you know the N mm. and you roughly know the directions, it doesn't matter where you are. You could be in a bathroom somewhere. You could be in, in any kind of spaces. You go out in a club, in, in whatever and you feel like you need balance or, or you want a form of protection from something, yeah. it's actually quite nice. You can do it anywhere, anytime. Absolutely. Obviously, if you are at a party and you start doing it in the air, it might be difficult <laughs> unless you yeah, are very good at doing astrally. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the point that we're making is that once you know, mm -hmm. there's no limitations anymore with no. this. So it's, it's just very good. But one of the things that also happens <laughs> quite a lot is people will procrastinate on this because of fears and concerns and their preconceptions that comes with constructing such spaces. Absolutely. And especially in demonolatry, because you mm -hmm. have names like Leviathan, like Satan, Lucifer. And if you come from any kind of organized religion as a background, yes. there's a high chance you'll either be terrified of these names or you sort of think that they will give you power, but you're still a bit concerned and you're like, are they going to fuck me up or something, you know? Yeah, and this is why we keep referencing S. Connolly's books because mm -hmm. she, she did a great job at explaining why this is false mm -hmm. uh, or at least skewed and how you can sort of start to get around this way of thinking so you can start a practice and then we will go towards uh, you know healing religious wounds in another episode because I think this is incredibly important and again something I see a lot in this community, yeah. especially towards the. I'm gonna say it. Yes. I'm gonna say Use it. Use the word. Use the word. <laughs> Damn it. You can say it. I can't. I can't even. Okay, come on. You're an adult. You're mature. <clears throat> Black magic, dark magic. Anyway. <laughs> Yes, yes, anyways. Yes, yes. Um, there will be a full episode of why I think this is absolutely atrocious, but yeah. for now... And also it's something we both had to... The religious wound aspect is something that we both dealt with. Yes, yes, we, we both started there, so this is why we're talking about it. You know, if, if that's you, you're not on your own. No, and we both started not. there, and we successfully build a practice, and we're now working with these entities daily. So it is something yes. that can be done... I'd been out of the religion I grew up in for almost 20 years the first time I opened a circle. Mm. You know, I, I do remember noting when I got to the center and was openly calling on Satan, mm. this entity, it felt there was a moment of trepidation where some very, very old ingrained imprinted things within my brain went, are you sure this is a good idea? I don't know if this is a good idea, man. What happens if not? Oh. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you, you do get used to it, but it, it will take a moment, same as all of these things. And depending on your experiences, especially if you were raised from birth in a very dogmatic mm. uh, situation, yeah, you might find these little things cropping up and, and you can take a moment, you can pause, you can work your way around it, you know, and, and tell yourself that nothing is going to happen. Um, yeah, it'll take a while, though. Yeah, Because like, you have to have arguments while. against your brain. Yeah. Your brains will come up with, yeah, but what about? Yeah. And if your argument is, yeah, but, you know, religious people are wrong, your brain will go, are they? 
Are they? Yeah, Why? How do you know? Why? How do you know? <laughs> exactly. And it will be, <laughs> it'll be a constant thing. So if that's you, I really suggest that you read these books or at least the section where she talks about this first before you attempt anything. Again, it's not a dig at you. We've been no, there, yeah, so we yes. know. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's one of these things. And um, with that comes also the wrong way of, of pronouncing the end <laughs> because obviously this language is not a human language. And so sometimes it can be incredibly difficult to know how to pronounce it. The yeah. good thing now is that if you go on YouTube and you type Belial's N or Lucifer's N or whoever's N, you generally have people that do videos where the N is on repeat so you can meditate on it. Yes. And they will show you how to pronounce it. So if you are worried, you can go and copy this pronunciation. Mm. You're not going to offend one of these entities because that's another excuse that people give. Yeah. No, 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 I don't know how to pronounce it correctly so I must be absolutely perfect before I open a circle no it doesn't matter <laughs> if you you can try to learn them by heart which is it's not that it's going to be a waste of your time but it's another form of procrastination it's okay for you to have the book or to print absolutely. them out on a piece of paper yeah, which yeah. is what I did no, but that's actually a very good idea because something I, I mm -hmm. kind of looking back that would have been easier for me because of another preconceived notion we'll get to. I often open my circles in the dark, mm. which means it was a very low light. You just oh, have yes. the candle and can't sometimes... read my own book to read yeah, the end. Exactly, exactly. So and the writing and the text in these books, mm -hmm. uh, it's not that it's so small you can't read it, obviously, but in low light, I would turn it to the candle and like. Look at it, try and remember what it said, Time, come back and, and start it, get halfway through and think, fuck, I can't remember the rest of it. And you look at it again. So it became this. Where am I? I can't see anything. Yeah, exactly. It became this process. It became mother! This mother. We're referencing Hikate, by the way, yeah, which is where the life is. So, yeah, so we'll get to We'll get through all that. No, this was before there was anyway. Please make it easy on yourself. It's fine if you need to stand there holding the book and read it, you know, read mm -hmm. past your your view to the book. Mm. It's not going to be a problem. I I completely understand the nerves and uh, and trepidation that can come. I remember how nervous I was. Mm. One it was it was a nervous excitement for one thing because yes, I was very excited. I felt like this was the first truly magical thing I was going to do. Even though I'd been doing some sort of self-done shadow work and, and learning these things and meditating. The idea of opening a circle somehow seemed like a big step forward. So it was very exciting, but it also came with these fears we're, we're talking about mm. right now. Uh, and so, yeah, it takes a moment to learn these ends that are a bit odd. Uh, there is five of them as well, and so to hold these in yes. your mind, it, you know, you will get there surprisingly fast. If yes, you're by repetition, yes, which we're going to get into, is because you do it daily. This is this becomes an exercise. So mm -hmm. at first you'll do it, and you'll be, oh, I did my first circle. It's an achievement, you know, whatever. Yeah. And and after that, you just do it every day, and because you repeat these ends every day, they will eventually you'll just probably know them by heart, or at least if you don't, it'll be easier because your brain will recognize what you want to say. And it won't be as jarring, let's yeah, say. Yeah, I think it, it becomes muscle time. memory pretty it, it, quick. It does. Because it's yeah. the same order. Once you find your tone and mm, volume, mm -hmm. it becomes this thing that you do sort of very instinctually. And so it becomes a lot easier and a lot smoother. Yeah, that's right. And as a note also, mm. I said earlier on that a lot of people are very worried about saying it wrong, doing it wrong, because then these entities that you are calling upon <laughs> or the energies of the entities that you are putting down into your space, 
somehow are going to get triggered. Listen, as far as I know, you're pretty safe. You are pretty safe. Yeah. Uh, they're not justice warriors. They're not going to come at you because you don't pronounce it correctly. Yeah. Do your best. That's the best thing that you can do. You are simply doing your best. It's going to be okay. And also, if your brain comes at yeah, yeah, but, 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 try and think about this logically. If you appreciate, and I say appreciate, not know, because I think it would be incredibly arrogant of anyone, frankly, to say, I know what spirits are. Like the divine is so complicated and so large and nobody really truly knows what this is. So we can only perceive them mm -hmm. to be a certain way, which is probably 2% yeah, on the yeah, entire yeah, thing, right? Yeah. But if you think about them as uh, a consciousness or consciousnesses mm -hmm. that have been around somehow, and some of them before Earth even was a thing, exactly. before the Big Bang, before anything else mm -hmm. was created in matter, these guys were around. Yeah, before this plane existed. Before in this any plane form. even existed in any form. <laughs> you think that we have books after books after books here on this planet that teaches you how to not be triggered, how to not take things personally, mm -hmm. how to get a thicker skin, etc., etc., right? And people usually can become very, very good at doing mm -hmm. this uh, pretty quickly. But I would see them like, nah, you mispronounced this, I'm so triggered. I've yeah. been around before Earth with even a thing. I've seen yeah. everything. Civilization come up and come down. Destroy you now. Destroy everything. I will smash you down. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and I understand because I think a lot of this actually doesn't come from thinking of them as the demonic or demons. It really comes from I want to say organized religion, but especially mm. with us, it came from Christianity. It came from this idea that if you're doing something wrong, God, in quotes, yes. right, is going to punish you. And this was at the back of my head all the time. Yeah. And so the way I'm calling on yeah. the divine, you know, or they're going to slap me in the face because I've done it wrong. And it wasn't like that at all, obviously. Yeah. You know, and most of them will be there. And if you are um, sensitive enough that you can hear them, from the start, which doesn't always happen. And if you don't, that's that's completely okay, by the yes. way. Like, nobody expects you to do this when you just start. They'll probably be there behind encouraging you on the side if you could see them as well, etc., etc. Yes, being like, exactly. do your best, do your best, do your best. What matters to them most, I dare say, is for you to do this every day. Mm -hmm. Because by doing this, it is a form of sacrifice. It is yes. a form of you're giving energy yes. to do worship this, to build your practice. Yes. It's a form of worship. Again, by worship, we don't mean you grovel on the ground and mm -hmm. offer your children. That is not what worship means. No. It's simply a form of respect. It's a form of holding someone or something in like a high standard. Yes, absolutely. Uh, something you mentioned earlier also was the voice and that's something that people also use as an excuse right in a different way so they <laughs> yeah. think that because they need to have power behind the voice yeah. power equals shouting mm -hmm. now i assure you if you've been in a pub somewhere <laughs> you can tell that people that are shouting they do sound loud there's some energies in there but it doesn't mean they have power no exactly the they often there is a phrase about those who shout loudest which mm -hmm. uh, you can free to look up and probably agree with the sentiment <laughs> yes. i'm just yeah. gonna leave that one yeah. the power does not come from straining your voice from mm. shouting as loud as you can also if it did it would be very difficult to do magic almost anywhere yes because you couldn't stand somewhere and scream at the top of your lungs you will learn over time it's a it's a confidence and intent with the voice mm -hmm. that comes from again repetition building up confidence mm. also uh, as i was calling to truly call with what you're saying so you are sending out an energy mm. 
to pull something to you. Mm-hmm. You do need to have confidence in your, what you're saying from repetition, as we said, and that's sort of something that will build over time. Uh, but yes, and, and you will also eventually get to the point mm. because it is about the intent behind the words and once you are able to put the right intent there, you do have shit tons of power in quotes and you can have the same amount of power with a murmur that's right. or with yes. a call from within your own mind. Mm-hmm. No one is judging you but you and I wrote that in my journals a mm-hmm. lot. I know we had it in the notes for later but I think here is a really good place to say it. Yeah, that's because right. It's self-conscious. Yeah, you will. Yeah. St- well, I, you know, I say you will. I stood there and mm-hmm. if I messed up I would still be very hard on myself and mm-hmm. be like, well, why would they come and you can't even say the end correctly? You know, yes, things like yeah. this. But yeah, please, again. Yeah, yes, please right. do be kind to yourself. The fact that you are doing this at all is a big thing and it will be appreciated on their side. Yes, and again, I feel like I need to repeat this. It, it doesn't seem very difficult when you read it mm-hmm. on paper, yeah. right? And again, there are plenty of people in this community that love it as a flex for some reason, and they will come at you and say, well, you know, opening a sack is easy, man, or doing this is easy, or what I hated most is like with divination and tarot. I was like, well, tarot is easy, like, why are you struggling? Like, you're oh. a fucking stupid idiot, basically. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, well, thank you for that. Like, that definitely gives me confidence. <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, it doesn't matter what anybody says. If you want to do it correctly, it is hard. It is a hard thing to do. It's not something you're used to. Mm. So please take it easy with yourself. Even in traditional demonolatry, they would still ask their beginners to do it repeatedly and there's a reason for that. So please do be kind to yourself if it doesn't quite work out the way yes, you, you expect it to. You know, it's fine. Yeah. It doesn't matter. What matters is that you keep doing it and also do not use your potential perceived failure if it doesn't go quite well the first time as yet another excuse for you to not do it. Oh, I missed it the first time so they probably hate me. I might as well not do it. No, 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 no. Fine, you messed up. Yep. Sit down. What did you mess up mm-hmm. in? What happened? Journal about this. How can I make this better? This is the mindset that I want you to develop right now. It's so important because later on, when you do more complex work, this is basically what you do. And magically, whew, you can also use that in your everyday life. And magic, you will find, is not separated from your mundane life. Mm-hmm. You become the magic. So yes. this mindset that you are having that you are building for your practice you can then transfer that to your everyday life and so you start a business going to the gym maybe you will fail a few relationships it doesn't matter you can then sit down you can meditate about it you can journal about it and you can ask yourself what happened what did i do what did they do you know it's not a blame on you oh i messed up you know it's my fault it's not like that it's more looking at what you have done without judgment, Mm -hmm. simply with curiosity and asking yourself what happened almost as like you would do a scientific experiment. You have to be not judgment. Yeah, that's right. You have to step back and and be very unemotional about it Mm -hmm. actually and and look at what happened and analyze it so you can make it better. Mm -hmm. And then you keep repeating and repeating and repeating and it's because you do that all the time that then you succeed and you become so much stronger by doing this, whether it is in your magical practice or your everyday life. Than just spending time blaming yourself, just another way to keep you stuck into whatever shit you already know. You know, I know it's safe, I get it, and yeah. we've been there. Yeah. I know, yeah. you know, you think, oh no, I, I want out of my shit, but your shit is also incredibly safe for your brain. Anyways, this yeah. is like <laughs> that's three another or episode four. as well. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
<laughs> other pieces down the line. But yeah, again, it is something to think about. Mm -hmm. So once you're in the circle, so let's say you've opened your circle, congratulations, sit yeah. down yeah. on a chair if you are not 18. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If your body does not like sitting. <laughs> check. Yes. check yes. Exactly. Yeah. Do your meditation, right? Yes. And, and what you can do as well, because hopefully you are meditating outside your circle, mm -hmm. it will give you a bit of a, uh, a separate thing to compare it to so yeah. you can get accustomed to the energies of your circle. And when you're opening a circle, there's going to be various results. Mm -hmm. And depending on how much power you've put behind your words and, and how good you are at it, it's going to be the difference between, let's say, a white little picket fence for toddlers and a brick castle of the medieval era. Yes, like that absolutely. can genuinely be the difference yes, in your absolutely. circle and, and you can feel it and you will train yourself to feel it down the line. So it's a very good exercise to do. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then once you're finished, you close the circle. Mm -hmm. Now, traditionally, you can ask them to leave. You know, you thank them mm -hmm. for coming yeah. or lending their energy treat to them as guests. the circle. Exactly. Yes. They are your guests, so treat them as such. And then, you know, you can just uh, decide what you want to do when it comes to that. Now, some people will also say, well, you can leave or you can stay on your own time or mm -hmm. leave on your own time or, or you can stay as much as you want and then do whatever. I assure you, spirit will do what spirit will do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, honestly, yeah. it came to a point, I, I remember, where they were like, you don't need to tell us to fuck off, by the way. Like, yeah, we're, exactly. like, yeah. Like, like, we're not actually we're, going anywhere we're not anyway. Going anywhere. So. Uh, I just want to make a note that at that time, I already had made contact. Yes. So it was clairaudience and, and clairvoyance mm -hmm. at the same time, which isn't really always going to be the case when you first open, so don't worry about that. I just wanted to make yeah. this note this here. This is for later, yeah. Yes, exactly. Please, do not leave a circle open. Yes do get used to closing stuff like trust me you will need it later once you open like astral gates or portals you do not want to leave these open and unattended again unless it is a magical work that you do and you want to find yourself in a public area and open a gateway to some kind of current because you think it's hilarious to just flood the area with that but anyways yeah well <laughs> that, is a, that is an option you can do that is um, an option if, if it's something you feel the need to do but exactly yes i getting used to the routine of opening and closing until it becomes a reflex is a wonderful thing because as you start doing more magical work within your circle you will become incredibly exhausted by the end of it and yeah i'm not going to lie even on my side it was mm. tempting at times you would be zombie dead tired yeah. at the end of something yep. and the thought of spending another few minutes standing up closing the circle even though when you do it it's nothing the fact that it becomes instinctual i had this uh, after something once it was very late and well, early in the morning, technically. Early in the morning. By the time I was awake again and done, uh -huh. it was only instinct that kept me walking around. And then I think the next morning I woke up and had to remind myself whether or not I closed it because I was so tired. <laughs> yeah, it Being reminded that, yes, it was closed, it's uh -huh. all okay. Yeah. Uh, but it became a reflex. And, and so that probably saved me as well. Yeah, good absolutely, yeah. All the stuff. Because your brain will be like, no, but you're so tired, man. Also, oh, yeah. what the brain will do for some of you, I know it, it did for mine, when I was in the same exact same position, I would be tired of something else or I'd be like, why am I doing this, man? Mm -hmm. Especially at the beginning. I can't hear. Mm -hmm. I can't see. Mm -hmm. I'm not really feeling any kind of yes, energies. Yeah. I don't really believe in this anyway. I don't really know why I'm doing this. This is stupid. This probably doesn't exist. Why am I wasting my time? Yet another excuse that your brain will come up with mm -hmm. to prevent you from building a practice and actually see the results that you are looking for. So you need to stick it up. 
Yeah. It's not, oh, well, it doesn't exist, it doesn't work. In that case, well, don't bother and just you go back to where you were. If yeah. you're starting this, you need to take it seriously. And I understand the need for external validation. Uh, I would send people see here. Yes, yeah, see episode <laughs> one and two of Lucifer that came and, uh, and yes, <laughs> put me straight <laughs> on this one. But I understand because when you start... And, and especially if you, you're not coming from any kind of, let's say, occult practice at mm, all, yeah. you know, or, or occultism in general, it can be very difficult. You're starting something that is so oh, yeah. very it's, alien yeah, to you. Foreign as fuck, just, yeah. It's foreign as fuck, that's right. And so just in case your brain would come out with such a thing, know it's normal. And again, it's not a judgment. Mm. Look at it with curiosity. And, and again, it is a, a scientific experiment almost. And the more you continue, the more you will get the results. But, you know, it is really something that you need to have. And this is why now we're about to talk about the structure that you need for your mind. Doing a circle every day teaches you resilience and consistency with your practice. It is the exact same thing as the doing your bed, journaling, meditating that we keep referencing. And personally... I did this, all of this, constructing this practice, opening my circle, all of my training, let's say, in a very military style. Yes, absolutely. To, to, to say it mildly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you didn't um, make it easy on yourself. No, I didn't. And also, uh, as, a, as a note, as reference, I was already in communication with Hecate at the time. Mm, so That is a difference, uh, yeah. You know, you can, uh, you can go in the graphic novel, I believe it's chapter one, episode seven, called Maria, yes. and that is the name she gave herself for various reasons that I will get onto in another episode. <laughs> you know, she, she very much did the whole sergeant instructor, and there was a very good reason for that, obviously, and I was being prepared for all the more advanced, let's say, magic that I would do later on, which I didn't know at the time. No. So there was a good reason why she did it that way. It did help a lot, and I personally also was researching how to gain this structure because I think we mentioned that in episode one where there are a lot of books out there in your cult community that would teach you how to do this ritual or you know there would be grimoires basically yeah. so you read them and it's like oh this is how I call on so and so this is a ritual to get laid have a car do whatever mm-hmm. but they don't really speak about the mindset that you need to have not really I mean I haven't seen it as as much as I would have liked frankly especially when I started it's very rare like people just sort of parrot things or they just sort of fly through because they just want to give an overview of what they're talking about which is fine yes but it's really missing you know these things because you're reading this book therefore you obviously already know that's right or you're part of an order and in which case they train you to do that so well most orders that I know of obviously mm-hmm. might not be all orders out there but if you don't and you're a practitioner on your own like we both are mm-hmm. you know single practitioners you need to build the structure for yourself like we mentioned before and so I was thinking to myself well where, where can I find that you know and the question wasn't this specific obviously it was just essence of the question in my head yeah. right I was sort of searching for it without knowing I was searching for yeah, it yeah as often happens as often happens <laughs> I would encourage everybody who is attempting to build a practice, who is entering witchcraft or or magic or anything like that, who just in general dwells in the occult, to go and read things outside of the esoteric world. Mm -hmm. Just use what's out there. And here's what I did. It could be a good example for people. I was researching how to gain the structure and this ability as quickly as I could, right? And I wanted real fast, tangible results. As I am researching such things in general, as you do 
procrastinating on YouTube, yeah. <laughs> going around the flow of videos that come into your uh, YouTube feed. Yeah. I come across a video on the Navy SEALs mm -hmm. and it was, I believe, a video on Hell Week. Now, if you don't know what that is, please do go and research. There are plenty of YouTube videos and plenty of articles that talk about Navy SEALs training, which is very particular, and especially Hell Week, mm -hmm. because it's something super specific that yeah, I'm yeah, about yeah. to reference here. I was looking at this, what can I do with this? Mm -hmm. I feel like there's something, I don't know why, what, what can I do with this? It was this idea that there must be something in the training, something in the mindset that they have to adopt simply because of what they are and what they do, the type of hobbies they do, and, and they need incredible inner strength. And it made a dramatic difference in my daily life mm -hmm. to start with, but also in my magical practice. And I was able to do things which were considered, let's say, more advanced generally, a lot quicker, yes. because I had adopted that from the beginning instead of yodeling it at the beginning mm -hmm. and then just, you know, get on it later which a lot of people do, and it makes their path incredibly difficult. It was something you needed, and yeah. as, as the Murray episode talks mm. about, you were trained by Hecate using this style, and funnily enough, <laughs> because, because funny, I read funny. Evie and was also <laughs> trained by Hecate, can you guess how I was trained as well? So, <laughs> no. Conclusion, do read Evie. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, maybe don't read Evie. And work oh, with no. No, no, no. We recommend both of those things. Yes, it was very much the same on my side. It wasn't everything the same way mm -hmm. it wasn't all the same exercises because there are very specific reasons right. for each of us doing the things we did mm -hmm. but in terms of the mindset the frequency the the attitude of of structure and training uh, the the line in the maria episode of my heart bleeds sit down is very yes it's very much yes yes, yes very sad child it, yes exactly <laughs> very much yes low-key in in from avengers of yes yes, yes very sad anyway <laughs> It's, it's very much <laughs> because that is the point and it would be the same if you were at a camp in any military branch so in this navy seal training there was three main things mm -hmm. the first one was sugar cookie if you're a navy seal or a military personnel you might already know about this if you were ever a sugar cookie I feel for you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so it's when an instructor tells you to jump with your clothes in your uniform, right, in freezing water, then roll yourself around in the sand, and then get on with your day. It's not because you've been punished. I know generally it can happen, I think, if I remember correctly, if you've done something wrong. It's chosen at random most of the time, right? And sometimes because you've done something right. And that is the whole point, right? Yes. It's chosen at random to no teach you that the world is unfair yeah. and that you should learn to deal with it no matter how you feel. Yeah, it's unfair. You haven't done anything wrong and you're uh -huh. still going to be slapped in the face by being a sugar cookie for today. And that's what it is. And so you have to get on with the training. Yes. And so for magic, it was sort of the same concept. Not that I went in the water and rolled myself in the sand. Please don't take everything to face uh, yeah, value. No, no, no. This is not what we're trying it, to do here. Yes. Sometimes maybe I was done, so I would have done the exercise and I would let my guard down. Yes, <laughs> so, you would relax. Like, ah, yes, I'm relaxed, I've done my, my exercises for today, that's good, and then I hear, and do it again? Yeah. Nope, yes, nope, yes, <laughs> damn it. Pretty <laughs> much, <laughs> You know, things like that. I would be in a cycle, so mm. my estrogens would be completely down, I'd be exhausted, I would look like shit, I would feel like shit. I was like, I really do not want to do this right now, I don't care, probably doesn't exist anyway, 
even though I can hear you in my head, but you know, maybe I'm just mental, like whatever, it doesn't matter. And again, this is why you have it, like, yes, yes, my heart bleeds. Anyways, are you going to sit down now or do I need to repeat myself? Yeah, exactly. That was the reason. I, I want to say this, this is really important. It was never said in a mean manner. No, she was never not, mean, no. she was firm, mm -hmm. but she was always very fair. Yeah. And it was always said with a lot of love. So, you yes, know, it was always very, very firm. good at building morale, even in yes. times where things mm -hmm. are incredibly difficult. Mm -hmm. She may say something that when we repeat it, it sounds incredibly hard. Harsh yes, that's and right. unfair, but also we do have the context of the feelings that came behind it. Uh -huh. And oftentimes, on my side anyway, she could say such things and it would actually make me laugh yeah. and break the tension. Yeah. And I would reset for a moment mm -hmm. and truly make the decision that, you know what, okay, yes, I am tired, I'm exhausted as fuck, I want to do whatever. But I also want to keep this going, so I will sit and do it again. Mind over emotion, Absolutely. right? Thinking of cups. Yes. yes. <laughs> For those of you who do tarot. Yes. And uh, something I will throw in here, though, is, is this mindset of dealing with the situation no matter what and carrying on. It is not akin to the quite toxic, shall we use the word, trait of man up, grow some balls, mm, no. Uh, no. pushing your mind and body to a stupid level, no. ignoring what is happening. It is about actually being even more aware of what is That's happening, right. yes. calming your mind regardless of the situation, mm -hmm. not powering through because you're screaming to yourself that you're, you're, weak, failure, you're, you're weak, weak you're weak, you're failure. letting everyone down. It's mm. please do not take it that way because again, a lot of people may well find themselves that way of something again that I had early on and which is why it was done this way with mm -hmm. a lot of love mm -hmm. behind it and support to teach you it is about pushing your boundaries but it is not in, in this way that is going to break you mentally no it's not destructive no, it's, it's not, not meant to be destructive no, it's just meant to push enough so you grow yes. but never to break you is not what we're trying to do here no, at all no exactly no And I was back to the, the vitriol as well. Mm. You know, I yeah, had that, absolutely. which again, you, you have it all. All of what I told to myself, you have it in the episode if you want to read. And I did use at one point the excuse of, I'm so shit at it. Can you not tell? I'm so weak anyways. Mm -hmm. Can you not tell? I'm so weak. Yeah. Like, leave me alone. Yeah, like, you've chosen you the wrong person, even though she hasn't <laughs> chosen me by any means. It's just, I decided to do this and she turned along. Like, oh, you're doing this? Fine. Like, <laughs> Um, but I was like, you know, like, just stop wasting your time. Why are you wasting your time on me? And mm -hmm. trying to use this as an excuse to push her away. Because if I did and she left, that also would have sort of trapped me back into this self-sabotage that yeah, I had, this cycle. reinforces everything you said. Exactly, right? exactly. So I see I was right. Even someone like the divine would abandon me, would yeah. leave me, would not be with me because I'm so shit. So obviously she would be like, yes, yes, are you done? <laughs> are we sitting down doing another, you know, so bless her, you know, shout out to Hecate. <laughs> she was incredible for that. Yeah. But obviously I, I understand not everybody is going to have her or another spirit with them at first. Yes, absolutely. So something yeah. you might have to do for yourself, which is why we are displaying the information right now. Mm. So you can take that, remember it, and do it for yourself. Obviously, yeah. not everybody needs to be trained that way. It's just what we needed, and we're putting it out there. Well, yes, that was a difference between you and I, where mm. you already had contact, whereas mm. I opened the circle a few times for mm. a week or so, mm. and then it was once I'd made contact. This is when the more intense training started intense to see yes. it might so it was yes exactly so it was things that I had read and planned on doing in the circle from mm -hmm. S. Connolly's books especially mm -hmm. were then integrated into this form of, of, of a training regime that we're talking about now so the second one was the circus and it's generally you and your training partner I believe they are called swim buddy but don't quote me on that it's being pulled to extra calisthenics because you were the last pair 
to swim back to shore or the last pair to bring the boat back or whatever mm. you know you've you've considered that you failed the exercise and, and then tell you what you failed your teams and so you have to go and uh, do extra exercises at the end of the day and it's very hard because you're exhausted from the day's training there's being extra grueling yes. you're probably lacking in sleep but at the same time if you're capable of reframing your circumstances mm. and it's a choice here Yes, it's a choice, choice yeah. exactly you can use it to build strength and endurance and resilience or you can be like well I was punished this is so unfair but I'm so tired I don't want to do this and then you quit mm -hmm. you know and this is why these things are there so for magic when you fail at an exercise or you pick upon something within your practice that you suck at or you perceive yourself to suck at yes. the tendency is to give it up to procrastinate on it or to focus on the things that you have no issues with right a lot mm. of people do that eh, yeah it doesn't work that way i'm just gonna just gonna work on more of that because it flows it's easier here's what you need to do instead spend more time on what you suck at spend yes. more time on that one choose just one there's no need to overwhelm yourself because again that will be another thing that your brain will use you're going to build standards which are unobtainable for yourself yes. and subconsciously you already know that you're doing that and so you're going to make something happen like this and you see i've I've tried to to do this and it doesn't work and so I better not do it. <laughs> no, no, no. You've done that to yourself. To you set yourself yeah. to say exactly. So choose just one. There's no need for extra work. It's just a question of making sure you balance the cracks in the armor and the foundation and you work on everything. And there are some stuff that ultimately you might just drop later in your practice. But when you start at least you have everything, right? Start mm -hmm. with the stuff that is hard. Like it reminded me when when you started, you know, with the uh, with the balls. <laughs> well, the balls. You started with the balls, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I love how you're really making editing this so easy. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes, my little story time of me and my energy balls. Let's get to it. <laughs> so, yes, when I, when I was first starting the energy exercises, it wasn't easy visually or through feeling but also my hands are incredibly sensitive to energy mm -hmm. and have been since I was very young and so doing the quote-unquote energy exercises that a lot of people start with was genuinely quite painful after a while and so I would sit and choose to do them first before I did anything else so I wasn't having the excuse of being tired from meditating or that I would do an easier exercise but then I would be tired from that and like well it's just going to hurt more if I do it now because I've you know done mm. other things so I'll do it just like no no you don't do it tomorrow you start with it you sit down do you it put today. it first yes you do it today it's something that helped very early on yeah if you don't like something at all or it doesn't truly doesn't resonate mm. Uh, which is different from realizing something is difficult, but you can see the benefits that come yeah, from it. Yeah, yeah, it's very different. And I, don't force yourself to do something you absolutely despise and yes. it doesn't resonate at all. Evidently, that's not what we're talking about no. here. It would be just you know, something you know you need, but yes, it's a little it's bit difficult. Little bit diffi you don't yes. like it because it makes you uncomfortable. Yes, it's not us with the Nokian tablets yes. and numerology. Yes, no. <laughs> which is, yeah, which is not, not needed, thankfully, for our no. path and very much not something we... <laughs> <laughs> but again, you know, if that's you and you like it, then oh, yeah, that's when you like it, you will have something else. I just, I remember that was the one chapter of these books that I got halfway through and Skipped. didn't have the strength. And I mentioned it to you and, yes, yeah, I yes, <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it's very much but, similar on yeah, that. So we're just gonna put a little sticky note here to read later, and then you know, years yeah. later, you're like, oh, I still haven't read. Well, I, I did like, go I back it, and but, I did yeah. attempt it, but honestly, I, I understand what it is. Mm. But with the uh, with other skills I have. Mm. It just it didn't slot in with with my workings and my path. No, and it might and, not know. be necessary. No, for exactly. What you're doing like for people who are good at it, enjoy it, and genuinely need it, that's why it exists. It. You know, that's it right, might be yeah. that they don't use something else that I do. Mm. You know, it's all about there's a reason everyone is different. That's right. And that's why there are so many tools and, and various forms of divination and understanding. Mm-hmm. Please keep the balance in these things. Yes, yes. There are as many magical paths and way to do them as there are people out there. So do keep that in mind. Yes. The third one was the bell. Mm. Now, the bell is an actual physical bell they have at training camp, and you ring it when you can't take it anymore. So I think you have to take your helmet down on the floor with your number or whatever, and then ring it, and that's you saying that you're abandoning training. And so generally, mm. you can go and sleep, they give you food, and so that's what the instructor will actually play on as well. Oh, you want to quit? You're uncomfortable? Or oh, you want to sleep? You're cold? Okay, well, you can ring the bell. You, If you ring the bell right now, Right now, I'll give you I'll give you something to eat. Right now, man. Just yeah. go ring the bell. Right now. You can sleep. You can be warm. Yeah? You, you can, can go home. It's going to be so comfortable. And, and they play on that, right? Yeah, of course, I mean, you yeah. have to sit there and be like, well, yeah, he's right. He's right. I'm not yeah. going to ignore the fact that I want to ring the bell. Mm. I, I want to abandon training. And what they say also is it's more about abandoning yourself, really, than just the training. Mm. Um, so the bell in magic will be moments in your practice where it doesn't make sense or you're annoyed or you're tired like we referenced at the beginning of this podcast episode what does it matter if i don't do it today it's just one day man it doesn't make a difference yes it does Mm. it makes all the difference in the world it really does and i know at first you you might not see why Mm. your mind might not be able to consider logical reasons that you might appreciate enough to push yourself into doing the exercise anyway which is again why you have to make the choice every day yes even if you made the choice at the beginning that you are going to do it it's almost like the counter goes back to zero every day you wake up and you have to make the choice again and if you have problems with this a good thing to do sit down count down to five then get up and do it right Mm. so your brain is going to focus on the numbers that come through your mind right and not on anything else so you count and then you're like okay when I finish counting get up and do it yes the thing is the time spent telling yourself (laughs) that you don't want to do it because of various reasons you can just skip that and in 10 minutes your circle would have been open would have done like maybe a three minute meditation because you're really tired that day or even a two minutes again reference episode one and then you close it you've done it yes congratulations yeah and you are tired and you'll feel even better about yourself yeah it's like because going, you're like yeah I was exhausted then but I still did it you know yes, and you'll be exactly. so happy it means the well like it yes. really does you give yourself a pat on the back say well done go get yourself a candy yes you've done the hard thing go have a wank you'll feel better you know <laughs> it's uh... <laughs> yes <laughs> we interrupt your program to bring you today's base sponsor just kidding, no one is currently sponsoring this nonsense but Spirit. Remember, you can read the graphic novel, chop the art, and book spiritual services at empirevertigo.com. Please like, subscribe, and click the notification bell so you never miss a spiritual release. Hmm, yes, quality promo, that. Structure for the body. So it also works for the mind, obviously. When mm-hmm. we talk about these things, they tend to recur each other. So, yeah. you know, just keep that in mind. There are multiple types of energy work available out there. Today, we'll cover the elemental balancing exercise. It's the main one both of us started with, and we kind of kept it for our daily routine. 
Yes, absolutely. It stayed for a very long time. There are various forms of this exercise available, so look at the one that would fit you best. Obviously, we're only describing what we did and what was good for us. Mm -hmm. It's mostly used for balancing your energies, hence the name. <laughs> Involves quite a lot of visualization. Visualization. Oh my God, I actually did it. <laughs> yes, well done. Yes, well done. <laughs> yeah. Well done, dear. Sorry. Which is also a great workout for your mind, so... Uh, personally, I would take a few minutes to calm my mind and get in the flow before starting anything. Mm -hmm. Then visualize myself in a dark room, almost like I turned the light off where I was. You know, simple background so I wouldn't scroll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something yes. simple to hold into your mind. Yeah. Exactly. And that's the beauty of this exercise, that you start the visualization and the energy will follow where your mind mm. holds the focus. Yep. And if you are, at this point, working with spirit, they generally get involved as well, which would <laughs> yeah. be fun of that exercise. <laughs> yeah. oh, but I would visualize a simple shaped box coming out of my chest onto my knees, then open it and inside will be the state of my elements, right? Mm. At the day where I would do it. Yeah. Then I work at adding or subtracting as needed. Mm. So at the beginning, they came out as little balls, like the one you see in fantasy video games. <laughs> I heard you laugh. And then, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, and <laughs> it helped my mind reference what was going on. Mm. You know, it's just whatever visage. Oh my God, this is a very, very hard word. <laughs> it helped me visualize because I had this reference in mind. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was Skyrim or Witcher or whatever else I was playing at the time yeah. when I started doing these daily. It was just a good help for my mind. And yeah. then obviously it kind of shaped into what it needed to be, but just to start with, it was a good reference. Yeah, your mind will pull from things you That's know early right, yes. on because it's just something easy. Mm -hmm. Often, however, mm -hmm. I would open my box mm -hmm. not to find balls. Not disappointingly. Ha! <laughs> This episode is now sponsored by Bad Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyways. Anyway, yeah, moving on. Moving on. I would find one element had taken over the whole thing or it was completely missing, mm. right, generally. I would have to clean the box from the old elements that were unbalanced. So I would just get a sponge in mm. my mind, obviously, spraying, cleaning the box before re-adding each element separately. Mm -hmm. And this in itself was a great exercise because mm, I had yes. to hold the visual of the box. I had to clean everything inside, make sure everything was pristine, <laughs> then clean it, then dry it, whatever, add the elements separately. You know, and remember, mm. magic is a combination of seeing and feeling. So I would hold the earth in my hand until I could feel the weight. Uh, mm. I would taste the freshness of the water, same for yep. wind and for fire. Once it was full again, close the lid and reintegrate within myself. And it didn't take long before I could truly feel the difference in my emotional and physical mm. state between the start and the end of the exercise. Yeah, it's, it's a really magical exercise mm. and a mm. wonderful way to start feeling magic and seeing it and seeing progress within yourself and your practice. I did it slightly differently to that. I would hold a box in my left hand, pull the elements out of myself with my right hand, and I would keep pulling until no more of the element I was extracting would come out. Mm. And then uh, I would put the element into the box, which as I became more sensitive to energies and what was going on, I would also feel the weight of the element being added to the box yeah, and the also weight. the box itself. Mm. And so once everything was in the box, I would throw it away from me into the void, so to speak, and then generate a new one in my hand that already had balanced elements in it. 
and then I would reintegrate that balanced box into right. myself. Mm. It didn't take long to feel the exhaustion from being emptied, quote unquote, Ooh, of, yes. of elements. It's, it's... Did you take a minute to sleep? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was not the time I slept in my circle. Anyway, we will get to that one eventually. <laughs> so, thank you once again for the call. <laughs> so being emptied of elements would become very exhausting very quickly once I was really tapped into the energies and what was going on. Uh, but then on the flip side of that, there would also be this massive wave of invigoration as I restored them. And then I would hear again mm. multiple times and do it up to 20 times some days. And it was for many, many days and for a very long time. And some days, once I was really tapped into it, throwing that box away was one of the most exhausting things I'd ever done. And I would sit there just trying to find the energy to generate the new box with my head down, chin against my chest, just in the circle. Really, really hard sometimes, but it was so important. And I look back at it as a wonderful start to magic. Yeah, sounds about right, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> yeah, just as a note, uh, he was with Hecate at the time, so, you mm. know, it just goes back to this whole Navy SEAL training. I bet she was like, my heart bleeds. Are you tired? Are you tired? Great, <laughs> pretty, do it again. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Was, <laughs> Details another uh, time. Yeah, I'd have to <laughs> dig into the journal for the precise quotes of yes. things she may or may not have said at the time. <laughs> We'll get to all of these stories. That's right. Um, Like I said earlier, that's only one of them, right? There are other types of structures out there for you to research, such as, let's say, the middle pillar, banishing ritual of the pentagram, Mm -hmm. Kabbalistic cross, and more. Although we're not going to touch on it, I recommend this excellent book, which is called The Middle Pillar by Israel Rigardi. Very good book, explaining yeah. a lot of this, and also it gives good pagan alternatives, mm. from what I remember, yes. definitely worth owning and reading. <laughs> yes. Don't leave it to get dust I, on the shelf. I, yes. I know you there. You occultist, <laughs> buying all the occult books you can, and then you haven't read one of them. <laughs> exactly. I'm writing your journal and make your bed. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so again, it will be in the description box below. And even if you don't embrace the system, one exercise may be from. Mm. It's still good to know what's out there, what they do, and how you could benefit from them. Yeah, completely agree. Mm. Like, try around, see what works for you. Like, it's all part of the journey of discovering your path and yourself yeah that's right and also please be open to everything Mm. i know it's very difficult for people in this community especially when it comes to demonolatry or what people perceive as dark art Mm -hmm. it's not because something has organized religion connotation that it is worthless but we'll be covering that in the jesus episode (laughs) (laughs) yeah absolutely i can't wait for that one And remember that building structure feels a lot like you're farming at the start of a video game. Forever. Yes, forever. <laughs> forever. With no equipment. Uh-huh. With, you know, you're, you're retaking the same areas uh-huh. and seeing the same enemies and the same challenges. Uh, but it does make working with the bosses, quote-unquote, so much easier later. Yes. And if anyone is a Dark Souls player like myself, you understand the links between <laughs> the idea that the bosses in those games very much have a lesson to teach you That's right. through the difficulties of learning their moveset and their personality, shall we call it. And uh, it is something that they are trying to teach you and therefore it is worth playing the game. The Dark Lord hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>